0: This is Episode 74, Week 16 Predictions. Good afternoon. Welcome to Flying In Sports, where we fly around nationwide talking about what's going on in the sports world. I'm your host, Joey Polizzi, and today, we will be discussing all the Week 16 games of the NFL season. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Sports underscore podcast. Welcome to our 74th episode, and today is a great Great episode. It's our Christmas special episode. But this week we'll be talking about all the Week 16 games and we'll have an in depth analysis of the best Christmas Day games this season. So, to begin it off, we're going to start with the Thursday night game. And we got a good one. Big playoff implications here in Week 16. We got the San Francisco 49ers traveling to Tennessee to take on the Titans. And 49ers coming off a very impressive win over the Atlanta Falcons. As for the Titans, they they played good in the first half. They winded up losing to the Pittsburgh Steelers. So this is a game the Titans have to win. Again, the 49ers have to win to stay in the playoff picture. They're right now the sixth seed. They're a game up, but hey, there's a lot of teams fighting for those last two spots. So they, this is a big game for both teams. I think this is going to be a good game. For the 49ers, there is no Elijah Mitchell. But they will have Jeff Wilson. And hopefully, Trey Sermon will be activated off IR. But it's not confirmed yet. So it looks like it's going to be Jermichael Hasty and Jeff Wilson. For the Tennessee Titans, no Derrick Henry, as we know. So it's going to be Foreman. And Deonta Foreman has been the back for the Tennessee Titans the past two weeks. Foreman, 100-yard performance last week against the Steelers. 49ers have a solid run defense, you know, led by Nick Bosa. But I think Foreman is going to be able to get those holes. And is going to run for quite a lot in this game. I don't know if it's going to be 100 yards, but he's going to get some yardage in this game. And I think they're going to use utilize him a lot. Julio Jones is a game-time decision, so he might not be able to play. But A.J. Brown is hoping to suit up. He will be activated off IR, hoping to play in Week 16. It's going to be a good game, but I think I'm going to go with the Tennessee Titans. I don't think the Titans lose too straight. I don't see it happening. They're at home. I just don't see the Titans losing too straight. I just The Titans are very well coached with Mike Rabel. I think Ryan Tannehill bounced back. But the 49ers, man, the 49ers are red, red hot. And I would not want to be playing them right now. 100% would not want to be playing them. Junior Garoppolo is playing well. George Kittle, Debo Samuel. The run game Looked good last week. Jeff Wilson over 100 yards. So the 49ers are looking great. But I think the Titans are going to win this game. They're going to bounce back. Hopefully A.J. Brown suits up if he doesn't. I still am going to go with the Titans. Titans have a solid defense and their run defense is great. So hopefully they can can stop that there. And I think that's going to help them a lot in this game. Now let's get to the, the Christmas Day games. December 25th, Saturday. We got two games. And we got two good games here. All four of these teams are... In the playoff hunt, we got the Cleveland Browns and the Green Bay Packers and the Indianapolis Colts and the Arizona Cardinals. First with the Browns and the Packers. The Browns, they're coming off a loss, a big loss on Monday Night Football because their game was Saturday, then got pushed back to Monday. So they're coming off a loss on Monday where they took the lead with about a minute left, and the Raiders came down and scored Daniel Carlson, game-winning field goal. Heartbreak loss for the Browns, but they're not out of it yet. They're not out of it at 7-7. Seven and seven. They are only one game. One game out of first place. And they're last in, in the AFC North. They're only one game. One game, that's all it takes, man. That's it. One game. Good opportunity for them to beat the Packers here and show everyone that they can compete. They should get back all their players. A lot of these players were out last week due to COVID. Baker Mayfield should be back. He should be back. He tested positive earlier last week. Should be good to go. Austin Hooper, I know, is back. Jarvis Landry should be back. So they should get all their offense and defensive players back in this game. Hopefully, with COVID out of the system, and they're ready to go. As for the Packers, Packers are looking red, red hot, man. Like Aaron Rodgers is a bad, bad man. Almost 3,500 yards this season and 30 passing touchdowns. I would say this guy's the MVP right now. Right now, he's the MVP, man. The way he's playing the last four games... It is crazy. Almost 1,500 yards in the past four games. Like He is on another level. I think there's a good chance that the Packers went out, and Aaron Rodgers keeps doing what he's doing. I think Aaron Rodgers wins MVP in back-to-back seasons. would be crazy. It would be crazy. But for this game, Browns-Packers, Browns on the road, going to Lambeau, tough to play there. The way the Packers are playing right now, I can't pick against them. I'm going Packers. Then in the next game, we got Colts versus Cardinals. Cardinals are home, 10-4. They're coming off a huge, huge loss in a game that they 100% should have won against the Detroit Lions. And the Colts are coming off an impressive victory against the New England Patriots. So teams in two different directions. The Colts have been hot as of late. The Cardinals have not. So what's going to come out here? I think it's going to be a good game. It's going to be a good battle. They are playing in Glendale, Arizona, State Farm Stadium, home of the Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals allowed a 100-yard rusher last week to a guy named Craig Reynolds. Well, on the other side of the football for the Cardinals, they have to face Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor has 1,500 yards and 17 touchdowns this season. And let me tell you this. If the Cardinals did, if Craig Reynolds did what he did against the Cardinals last week, Jonathan Jonathan Taylor can triple that easily. So... The Cardinals have to stop the run. Their main priority has to be stopping the run. Let Carson Wentz beat you. If that's how you want to lose, lose to Carson Wentz, not to Jonathan Taylor. And they have to do that. They they have to stack the box and not let Jonathan Taylor. They have the talent. Chandler Jones, you got Buda Baker, you can bring him in. These guys are great tacklers. They're great stoppers. But they need to stop the run. And that's where they can win this game. Is if they stop the run, the Cardinals will come out victorious because I'll let Carson Wentz beat me any day of the week. I will. But I won't let Jonathan Taylor. We know Jonathan Taylor, how elite he is. And there's a good shot, man. He could win MVP. I know he's in the MVP race. I just don't think that you can give the MVP award to a running back, man. I don't. And if you look at these games on Christmas, you got Aaron Rodgers and Jonathan Taylor. Two guys who are talked about in the MVP race. And if you're talking about most valuable, who is most valuable to their team? Yeah, Jonathan Taylor is valuable. Jonathan Taylor is valuable. But I would say it's a bigger loss to lose Aaron Rodgers on a team than Jonathan Taylor. And you guys can disagree with me, but we saw what the Packers did without Aaron Rodgers this year. We saw it. They lost. And they scored nine points. So that's just show you there. I think if Jonathan Taylor doesn't suit up, doesn't play, I think the Colts still have a good chance at winning. I wouldn't say the same for the for the Packers. I know you could say that for any a MVP award, because obviously the most valuable player on the field is a quarterback. He runs everything. But I just think what Aaron Rodgers is doing, it's hard to give it to Jonathan Taylor. It really is. Unless something crazy like Aaron Rodgers just goes downhill the last four games, or the last three games, I don't see it happening. And I think Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady is going to win this award. But for this game, Colts-Cardinals, two teams trying to stay in the playoff fund. Cardinals are going to make the playoff. Colts, they're still... They're only one game ahead, so they're looking to win this game and probably almost secure a playoff spot. But in this game, I'm going with the Arizona Cardinals, and I know you are saying, Joey, they just lost to the Detroit Lions. How are you picking them? I think they bounce back. I think they're going to play better versus a better team, and I think Kyler Murray has a very good game. So I'm going Colts in a, in a good game, in a good back-and-forth game. I'm going not the Colts, the Arizona Cardinals. I think the Cardinals win this game. Next, we're just going to skip some of these games. We're going we're gonna to go back and forth, and I'm just going to say a pick if, if I'm not intrigued by the game. So Lions-Falcons, I don't need to go much in depth with this. I'm going Falcons in this game. But hey, if the Falcons beat the 49ers last week, dude, and they won this game, they would be 8-7, and they would be in the playoff. That's crazy to think about, because this Falcons team is nowhere near good, and nowhere near a playoff team. But that's just crazy if they would have won last week, how, how they would have been in the playoffs at 8-7 and beating the Detroit Lions. Next up, we got a divisional matchup between the Ravens and the Bengals. And we saw these teams earlier. We saw them earlier. The Bengals demolished the Ravens. And the Bengals, this is when everyone saw the Bengals being this good team. Here they are again. Bengals at home, trying to stay in first in the AFC North. They are right now first. But hey, they're tied with the Ravens at 8-6. So winner of this game is in first place. Winner of this game is in first place assuming the Ravens get Lamar Jackson back. I'm going Ravens in this game, man. I am going Ravens in this game, man. The Bengals have not looked good the past couple of weeks, especially against the Broncos last week. They scored 15 points. 15 points. That's not going to cut it, man. The Ravens are going to score. The Ravens are going to score in this game, especially if Lamar Jackson's back. The Ravens are going to score in this game. So I'm going to go Ravens. They're going to get their revenge, and they will be first place here in the AFC North. Next up, we got another Good game between the Los Angeles Rams and the Minnesota Vikings. Two teams, man, right now in the playoff picture. Four, Five seed the Rams, seven seed the Vikings. So, this is a big game. Big playoff implications here. This should have been the Sunday night game 100%. But, hey, it's not. It's a 12 o'clock game. And I will say for the Rams, Matthew Stafford got snubbed. He got snubbed in the Pro Bowl, man. He he should have gotten over Kyler. Kyler's missed four games. He's, he was out for a month and a half. Like... He should not have been in. Matthew Stafford, what he's doing this year, 4,100 yards, 35 touchdowns. He's at another level, and he should have got in 100%. But how about Cooper Cup, man? Let's talk about Cooper Cup for a bit. Cooper Cup is having a phenomenal season. Over his next three games, he needs 340 yards. 340 yards combined in the next three games to break the single-season record held by Calvin Johnson, 1,000. 964 yards. That's the record. Cooper Cup needs 340 yards, and I think he does it, man. It's a little over 113 yards per game. And look what he did Monday night, man. 139 yards, two touchdowns. He is unstoppable right now. And if you want to talk about Jonathan Taylor MVP, why not Cooper Cup MVP, man? This guy is gonna win the triple crown in yards, receiving touchdowns, and catches. Like this guy should be in the MVP conversation, and he should be offensive player of It should be in conversation for Offensive Player of the Year as well. But it's looking like Jonathan Taylor is going to get it. But why not Cooper Cup, man? Cooper Cup needs to be talked about more. On the other side, Minnesota Vikings coming off a big win on Monday Night Football against the Chicago Bears. Dalvin Cook couldn't get much going. Kirk Cousins only threw for 87 yards. So it was a very ugly game for the Minnesota Vikings. And their offense didn't really do much and they should have because the Bears' secondary was out. There's two starting cornerbacks and their two safeties. So this was a prime opportunity for Kirk Cousins, you know, to air it out, throw for over 300 yards, get it to Justin Jefferson. It just didn't work out that way, and the Vikings didn't look too hot in that game. But now they have a chance at home against the Rams in a big, big game. But I'm going to go with the Rams. If the Rams are, are are starting to get going a little bit. I know they struggle a little bit against the Seahawks on Tuesday night, but I think they're going to get going a little bit. They're going to get Odell. Well, Odell, Odell was back, but Odell was limiting the snaps. He just came off the COVID list, so they're going to get these guys. Daryl Henderson's going to slowly get back into it with Sony Michelle, Cooper Cup, Odell. We haven't seen this offense at full strength yet. We haven't. Von Miller's starting to get going, too. Got his first sack with the Rams, so I think they're coming here, and they're going to win. They're going to go into Minnesota and win, and Vikings are then going to be 7-8. and eight. Another great game between the Bills and the Patriots, man. We got a lot of great matchups here. It's 12 o'clock slate. Bills-Patriots. Patriots Patriots got them last time in Buffalo. That windy, cold day where we saw the Patriots throw it three times and win. That was extremely, extremely great game plan by Bill Belichick. They got the job done. Can they do it again? Josh Allen on the other side for the Bills. Got snubbed, man. Man. Got snubbed. He should have been in over Lamar Jackson. He has 3,700 passing yards, 31 touchdowns. And we know what he can do on the ground with his legs. So I think he got snubbed, man. 100% got snubbed. He should have been over Lamar Jackson 100%. But this game, man, it's a good game. New England Patriots, they're coming off that tough loss on Saturday. But there's some extra rest for them. They did play on Saturday. So the extra rest until Sunday. The Bills, Bills coming off a, a win too. So let's see if these teams... And start going in the right direction. This is a big game. The Patriots win, they will clinch, clinch the AFC East. If they win, they clinch the AFC East. If the Bills win, they're right back tied at nine and six, both of them. So this is a big game for the Patriots. They win, they're in. So let's see what happens here. But I'm gonna go with the Bills in this game. I'm gonna go with the Bills. I think the Bills bounce back. They beat the Patriots, and I think they have a good game plan in store. I'm going Bills in a close one. It's going to be a close... think it's going to be a, a defensive matchup in this game, but I'm going to go Bills. Next up, Jags and Jets. Not really interesting. If the Jaguars do win, the Jets will have the number one pick then, I believe, because they'll be... Well, I guess the Lions would still be if they lose, but the Jets, as a good opportunity for them, if they want to get a top three pick, to lose this game. Robert Sala tested positive, so he might be out, so... It's a big game for the Jets to lose, but I'm going to pick them to win. They're they're a little better team than the Jaguars. Giants-Eagles, I'm going to skip through this one a little bit. I'm not going to go in-depth with this one. Giants are going to be without Daniel Jones. He's out for the season. I don't know if Mike Glennon's even the starter anymore. They might go with Jake Fromm. Their season's over. So, Eagles are coming off a good win on Tuesday Night Football. Tuesday Night Football, which is crazy to say Tuesday. But, coming off a solid win against Washington. They look like the better team over Washington. And at home... I think the Eagles are going to win this game. They're going to go 8-7, man. They're going to go to 8-7. and seven. I think the Eagles win, man. They're, they're in the playoff picture after everyone thought they were going to win two, three, four games this year. So props to Nick Sirianni and Jalen Hurts, man. They are getting the job done. Next up, Buccaneers and Panthers. No reason to go in-depth in this one. I'm taking Buccaneers, even with all the injuries, to Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, Leonard Fournette. I still think they get the win. Next one, Chargers, Texans. Another one we don't have to go in-depth Upon, so I'm gonna go charge it in this one. Target to the much better team. Next one Bears and Seahawks. Another game where we don't have to go in depth. These two teams are not very good. Bears are eliminated. Seahawks are about to be eliminated at 5 and 9. So I'm gonna go Seahawks in this game though. They're just not utilizing DK Metcalf. I don't know what's wrong with Russell Wilson. I think Russell Wilson might get traded in the offseason, man. Like it is not working. They, I, he's playing. He looks bad. Like he literally looks bad. He's not even targeting their best receiver by far, D.K. Metcalf. Like, D.K. Metcalf is a very talented receiver. Very talented. And you're not even going to throw to him and look at him. It's unbelievable. But that'll be safe for the offseason when I think the Seahawks do trade Russell Wilson. And they're going to restart, man. They don't have first-round picks, second-round picks. They're going to restart, and they're going to try to get some assets and try to build around some young players, try to build around D.K. Metcalf, their wide receiver, and, and go from there, man, go from there. But they're struggling, but I do think they, they win this game. Next up, let's talk about the Steelers and the Chiefs. A game that we should probably talk about, right? This is a very good game. Chiefs, number one seed, as we know here in the AFC after struggling and starting 3-4. They're now 10-4. They've won seven straight games and they've looked very good. They look like the Kansas City Chiefs of the old. But, but, they're missing some key players. If they don't test out of it, Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey will both be out of this game. Both of them. Leaves Byron Pringle, Nicole Hardman. So it's going to be a big game if those two guys cannot go. But the Steelers. Steelers are a very interesting team to talk about. Because the Steelers play bad, but they still wind up winning. And that's what happened against the Tennessee Titans. They played bad, but still winded up winning. And now they're sitting at 7-6-1. And, one, and they're just a half game out of the 7th seed. A half game. So anything could happen. Anything can happen. Steelers on the road here. Chiefs at home. They still got Patrick Mahomes. I'm going with the Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs here. Even if Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey can't go, still going Kansas City Chiefs in this game. The last game of the 3 o'clock slate. There's only three this week, but the last game will be Broncos-Raiders. A ginormous game. Not only for the division to see who's ahead, who's third in that division, but in the wild card standings. Both teams are 7-7. A win here puts them right on the edge of the seventh seed. A loss here, they might be eliminated from playoffs. Big game, big playoff implication. And it looks like the quarterback for the Broncos is going to be Drew Locke. And I'm going to tell you guys right now, I don't trust Drew Locke. I don't trust Drew Locke. I can't go with the Broncos. I seriously can't. A week after scoring 10 points against the Bengals, I can't. Drew Locke is is not going to lead this team to a victory. Raiders are home in this game. Raiders struggle a little bit, just a little bit, versus the Browns. But I do think they win at home. Derek Carr, Josh Jacobs, Hunter Renfro. Hopefully, Darren Waller is black for them. It's only going to help them in the passing game. I'm going Raiders in this game. It's going to be a close game. The line is even right now, so it's going to be even. It's going to be a good game, tight game. But Raiders are going to going to go eight and seven. Broncos are going to fall a seven and eight. Going to be a good game. Raiders eight and seven, man. They're going to be right there. They're going to be about a game, maybe tied for the last wild card spot. Let's talk about the Sunday night game, Cowboys, Washington, and you, know, you guys know I'm a Cowboys fan by right now. But why would you put this game on Sunday night football? Like, why you have? Ravens, Bengals, Rams, Vikings, Bills, Patriots. All better games. I would even say Chiefs Steelers is a better game than the Cowboys and Washington. Washington is six and eight, dude. Like, I know they're a game out, but they look bad. And if they lose this game, dude, they're in trouble. They're gonna to fall to six and nine, and they're probably gonna be out. So I don't really get this game. We don't have to go much in depth with this one. I'm going cowboys. Cowboys are big favorites. I think the cowboys are just a better team. Defense is rolling. Offenses a little slumping, but I think they're going to get back to their ways very soon. Hopefully, this is the game Sunday night football against Washington. I'm going Cowboys and the last game the Miami Dolphins and the New Orleans Saints, seven and seven. Another game with huge playoff implications. And if you guys listened to the episode last week, I told you guys do not sleep on the Saints, don't sleep. On the Saints. I told you guys they were going to get in as a sixth seed. And I know it's three games to play still. Still a lot of basketball left. But they're on a two-game win streak now. They're 7-7. Seven and seven, And if they win this game, they're 8-7. And, and they're looking good. And they're looking good, especially with their last two opponents being Panthers and the Falcons. So, they win this game, man. There's a good chance that we will see the Saints in the playoffs. For the Dolphins. Dolphins are not easy. Dolphins are 7-7. Seven and seven. They've won five straight. Actually, they've won six straight. They've won six straight games. And they look solid. But they haven't played anyone good. So this is a good opportunity for them to show the world that they can win. And Tua is having a sneaky good season. And no one's realizing how good he's been this season. Because the talk is, oh, Justin Herbert is the better sophomore year quarterback. Well, Tua's having a solid year as well. But I'm going with the home team here. Sean Payton should be back after testing positive and not being in the last game. I'm going with the Saints here. I said that they were going to make the playoffs, and I'm sticking by it. Saints are going to go in the playoffs. They're going to win out. They're going to go 8 and 7 here. They're going to beat the Panthers. They're going to beat the Falcons. And they're going to go to the playoffs as a 6 or a 7 seed. 6 or a 17. The Saints are going to the playoffs, like I told you guys in last week's episode. So that's what under 74th episode. Hope you guys enjoyed. We'll be off next week for the holidays, but back in two weeks. We're flying in sports and we'll catch you on the next flight.